If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. The holidays are over, the new year is here, and the time to act is now. Expert private care at Recovery Centers of America will get you on the road to recovery today. At our award-winning and fully accredited treatment centers on the Eastern Shore and in Southern Maryland, you will be treated with compassion, dignity, and respect by our dedicated team of professionals. You will also benefit from specialized programs, 24-hour medical care, and the comfort of our outstanding facilities. Let us help you. We will answer your call 24-7 and can get you into treatment as soon as today. If outpatient care is right for you, you can receive a same-day assessment and attend therapy in person or virtually. And because we accept most private insurance plans, you get premium care without the premium price. Don't wait. Start your new year. Start your new life today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Cocoa Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Cocoa Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics. So get on board. Listen, learn, live. Good evening and welcome to the Cocoa Express show for Monday, July 14, 2014. I am your host, Aurelia Lyles, and I am so happy to be here with you. Today is an extremely special show. All my shows are special, but there are certain shows that I have to honestly say that just blow my mind. They just completely blow my mind because when you're doing something that you love doing it and you're passionate about and you just enjoy it so much, you never realize how many people you're going to come in contact with and the people the people that you come in contact with are people that you've idolized in some respects, um, people that you've admired, people that you just love so much and enjoy their work so much. And I have this opportunity today to bring to you that amazing musical mastermind, Larry Dunn. Larry Dunn is a member, a former member of Earth, Wind & Fire. He was the musical director for Earth, Wind & Fire and responsible for those hits that you've, you've enjoyed and loved. The funny thing about it is, you know, when you look at music and you enjoy music so much, you never really sit down and look at the history of the music that you were enjoying. And Tonight's opportunity allows me to share with you our musical historian, so to speak. He has been one of the one of the on one of the premier groups, I mean, that the world enjoys. And he hasn't stopped yet. He's still going strong and I just enjoy having him on the show. I just enjoy having conversation with him. He and his wife are two amazing people and I want to take the opportunity to bring to you Larry and Louisa Dunn. Please allow me that. Thank you. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hello. I'm doing fine. Hi, how are you? How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing even better now. Amen. So you got all them MP3s? Yes, I do. I got them all lined up, and we're going on a musical journey. Amen. <laughs> yes. Well, um, let's see. You were with us two years ago. That was way too long. 
way Unbelievable, too isn't it? Wow. Yes, yes. Time has really, really skipped by. And you had a lot of things going on at that time, and you were um, reuniting with uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and they had a new album coming out, and you had all these things in the works. So I could just imagine in two years how much you've got, you've had going on. So I'm just going to sit back, relax, and enjoy and let you tell us how amazing your life has been in the last two years. Well, you know, it's like uh, people say there's, there's no secret to success. They say there's two words, hard work. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've just been doing so many things. It was great. I actually uh, had sat in. I went to, uh, I'm in this movie called Down the Roads. It's the history of the Fender Rhodes electric piano that really revolutionized the music industry at one point and still to this day. Now they've got plug-ins and other uh, things that recreate that sound. But that sound that was uh, on the intro of That's the Way of the World and, and Reasons and stuff like that. So, anyway, I was doing that. And they were having a screening for the movie. And I went and I, re- I met this young gentleman that uh, is Noel Lee's right-hand man. Noel Lee is a Korean brother that owns Monster Cable. They, did all the, they started out with the, the headphones with Beats by Dre and stuff like that. And they do all kinds of electronic stuff. And he's like, Larry, we're putting together this uh, anniversary for the 40 years anniversary of Earth, Wind & Fire in Vegas on uh, January 6, 2011. And I remember <laughs> And uh, I'm like, well, I haven't seen the brothers in a minute. And Anyway, we hooked it up. Jay King, the manager, did a, what he had to do, and we flew out there. And I, I went on the big stage and sat in with him, and Phillip's wheel started spinning. He's like, man. So they called me, and they wanted me to come in and help them uh, with their newest album, Now, Then, and Forever, that was released 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. And I told him, I said, well, I'll, I'll play keyboards on the entire thing, but one stipulation. They're like, what? I said, I'm going to have to produce a couple or three things of my own. Oh, no problem, Larry. So was, we did that, and that's one of the MP3s I sent you. It was a beautiful song that Luisa and I and our other buddy, Hiroto Kobayashi, wrote for Philip called Worldwind, and we, we gave that to you. So it was, it was a great journey. It was funny because some of the, the new guys that, you know, travel with them, like, Larry, you got, you got to do this one tour with us. And I was like Jerry Seinfeld. I don't think I do. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but, you know, there's so much stuff on our plate, and we're starting Louisa's CD, and, and uh, you know, just a lot of different, and finally trying to put together the Larry Dunn Orchestra live so we can go out and perform. Oh, wow. And uh, we're always in the studio and writing and working with the other artists, and it's just, you know, we music is, is what we do. Yes, and you do it very well, and that's, so amazing. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to play music in the background, and, and we're just going to talk and, you know, just just enjoy this chat together, this time together, because it is an amazing time. Um, I have to tell you, I've been a fan of your music, and I'm just always in awe just to sit and talk with you and, and just feel the vibe of Larry Dunn. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So let's get this party started. All now, right. <laughs> so now you began your career um, very early on. And I guess we can say looking back because now you have the opportunity where you can look back and think about how it began. And do you feel that it was destiny for you? 
absolutely. You know, uh, like I, it's almost, it almost seems like every day, <laughs> every other day, if not every day, you know, we end up talking with someone about this very subject um, that, first of all, everyone, I believe, everyone on planet Earth has value. Everyone is here for distinct purpose and, and many reasons. And it's just, I was so blessed that, like I said, when I was about two years old, I, I recognized that we had a raggedy, upright piano in our living room. And I would just, you know, I was like a moth to the light. I was just drawn to it, and I would sit there and beat on it and beat on it. And I, my father, uh, who was a musician, played bass, uh, guitar, and uh, piano. And uh, you know, my, my, my father was uh, African-American. My mom was Italian. And then we go to the other side of town with the Italians, and they break out their guitars and do Italian folk songs and whatever. So my father with the jazz and Jimmy Smith records. And so when I was about, I would say maybe four, maybe five years old, he taught me Blueberry Hill by Fats Domino, another American uh, legend. And uh, from there, I just, you know, I was, I just, I was always on that piano. And I think in about fourth grade, they bought me an acoustic guitar, and I learned all of the the Beatles stuff and then Ray Charles and you know he, he showed me a couple of chords and I had a little chord book and I basically taught myself and then in fifth grade I wanted to be in the school band but uh, and back then it was great you know because that's when they had music programs and and all this stuff that, that was going on before the Reagan administration came in and started kind of taking those programs out and uh, and I knew that they couldn't afford you know to buy me something else so I wanted a loaner instrument but the day that they gave him out, I was out sick with a sore throat. Mm. So the next day when I went, the only thing they had left was a baritone horn, not even a baritone sax. And for those who don't know, baritone horn, it looks like a miniature tuba, kind of euphonium, mm -hmm. they call it. And it plays secondary melodies behind, you know, compositions. And, and I was like, whatever. I just want to be in the band. I remember lugging that thing home. It was bigger than I was. <laughs> but uh, I played that. I became second chair. Then I uh, started messing around with bass, and I took violin and, and, and music theory in 11th grade. That was total disaster. But I was just always drawn to music. And I tell people, I said, whatever it is that you do or you want to do, you know, do it with integrity. Cause, uh, you know, people try to always blame the young generation. The young generation, Dan. But, you know... I said, no, not, I, I, uh, in the words of J.K., I see awesome old Fulio Iglesias and, and young alike. That, well, what do you want to do, man? I want to be a famous rapper, man. Why? Because I want the women. You know, they don't use that word. I want the women. I want, I want to be famous. I want to be rich. And I'm like, hey, man, when I first got into music, I had no idea that you got paid. I was a little baby, so I wasn't, I wasn't tripping on women yet. And... And so, I, I, you know, we did it for one reason, because we, we love music and we wanted to be good at it. And then I said, and then you look at things like, like we're talking about garbage men, you know, and they all joke, two sisters sitting around. Well, you know, you know, Christina's boy, boyfriend, he's a garbage man. That's funny. But I'm old enough to remember when the garbage men brought New York City to its knees. And they went on strike. And when everybody had to walk around... With the, with the clothespin on their nose. And then when they went back to work that night, now they realize that, hey, man, garbage men. Or they would call them sanitation technicians. <laughs> <laughs> are very important. 
You know, and yes. so I just tell people, whatever it is that you want to do in life, you know, number one, you know, hopefully it's something that will help others. And whatever it is, you know, do it with integrity. And when it comes to money and riches and glory and all, whatever it is, you know, all of those things can follow. But, you know, put your priorities in order. Mm. Oh, that is amazingly that's excellent and those are some words of wisdom that we all should kind of like take and hold on to and I just want to add something else to that that it doesn't matter what age you are right you know because a lot of people believe that once they reach, reach a certain age they can give up on their dreams there's no need to it doesn't matter that's right you know like I said you know I, I don't know I don't want to be preachy but I do it says with men impossible but with God, all things are possible. You know, you, you, can, you can do whatever you want to do. You know, it's just like I said, it's hard work. You know, whatever you're willing mm -hmm. to put in the time. My, my mom, God rest her soul, used to always say, you know, as, as she got older and saw what was going on in, in all industries, you know, the level of mm -hmm. entitlement. And she said, and it seems like everybody wants a job until they get it. Then when you get the job, it's like, seeing like people, there's no integrity. If you wanna, they want to do the least amount of work possible and take on the biggest check they can get. That's true. You know, that and it's like, true. wow, whatever, whatever happened to... I mean, and it is in, unfortunately indicative of the times that we live in. I mean, the stuff like, like when we were kids, if you were, was in a car or something with somebody and, and they ran over something, an animal, I mean, we were coming off of a... The, the coast one time going into the mountains and we heard a little and Louisa freaked she said stop the car and she thought I killed a possum she called me possum killer you a possum killer <laughs> and uh, don't you know she maybe we got out the car and then she said oh look I think it's in a ball I think it's rolling to the side okay I think you didn't kill it hey now the mentality is almost every freaking day on the news here at, matter of fact again today Somebody uh, ran, ran over a, uh, a baby in a, in a stroller and kept oh going. God. You did? They're oh. running over Grandpa, and they just keep going. It's like no value for human life. Mm. You're absolutely you know? right. And that's why, you know, I really thank God for what we do because I was uh, chatting with, with our trombone player because we're going to do a great concert this coming Saturday. And he was talking about that. You know, he said, hey, man, it's just... We're really blessed to do what we do because, you know, there's so much darkness in the world now and, and that so many people are just, you know, down and it seems like there's no hope. And, and music is absolutely the universal language. You know, I remember playing in Japan way back in the days when Earth, Wind & Fire was really, you know, just really banging. And, and I said, it's amazing because the only person of color you saw was when you looked in the mirror. Yet and still... Everybody in the audience, all the Japanese folks were singing fantasy in English. Okay. Okay. Now, being on the world stage, I mean, for some people that's just a foreign concept. What is it like for you? I mean, how has it been having the opportunity to be exposed globally? Well, again, like I said, it's just, uh, it's, it's, because when you, when you, whatever art it is that you're into, you you want to expose it to as many people as possible. And uh, I think a, a good thing about uh, today, you know, because back in our day, see, when Earth, Wind & Fire was, was coming up, there was no videos. Not yet, not per se, you know, and if people don't get it, see, it wasn't always Earth, Wind & Fire. 
you know, we, we would fly to the East Coast and we would rent three station wagons. There was no limousines. There was no catered food. You know, when you're in Norfolk, Virginia, and the gig is over at 9.30 and you go back to the Holiday Inn, there is no restaurant. There is no TV on. So we had our ghetto blasters, and we play our music, and you pray in the God that there might be a, a vending machine where you could get a, a bottle of juice and some potato chips. <laughs> so now, with the rapid media, you know, you can, for lack of a better, you can become a star overnight, even though the reality is nothing happens really overnight. Uh, not anything really good. But, you know, like I said, to be able to, to touch that many people, and we... We did it the old-fashioned way. We would go, we did every college up and down the East Coast and the West Coast and, and then went to Europe and opened for Santana. And, you know, and, and so it took a good four, five, six, seven years to build that fan base. And the blessing of that now is even though I'm not touring with the band, you know, they go all over the world. And people, new generations and new generations and old generations, they still love their original music because great music just like a great person lives lives on okay now i'm going to play a little whirlwind and this is what you you mentioned early on when we um first opened the show that whirlwind is on the uh the new well the latest earth wind and fire album correct correct now then and forever and uh the only problem with that with the, the tune that uh, louise and i wrote for phil it um uh, uh, Sony Records, it's only available on the Target exclusive red. They've got to make sure it's the red copy, and it's got a couple of bonus tracks, and this is one of them, but as, as you're going to play it, I think uh, I think the people will love it. It's a gorgeous tune, and Philip sang his butt off. Okay, so we're going to let them have it now.
Yes, let's talk about your beautiful wife, Louisa. How did you meet her? Oh Lord, I'll let you tell. Let her tell. And you know, <laughs> that, you know that funny that that song. There's always well, a lot happens to her. She's sleeping and she wakes up, and the next morning she says, "You know, listen to this song that you know the guy gave me the song," and she had all the whole first verse and all that and the melody and then. Hello. Sounds like some water running. What the heck was no, that? No, we're having a major storm here. That's why. Again, God yes. bless y'all. Thank you. Get out of here. So that's what that was. Yes. <laughs> wow, Noah. How long can you tread water? <laughs> wow. I don't know. Yeah, I but thought anyway, it was that's over. Funny. Yeah, so yeah, Louisa. You know, she she came up. That was her baby, and then we we put our heads together, and then. You know, that was one of the ones that I, I was able to produce for them. And, yeah, people, it's a beautiful song. But, yeah, that was her. I'll let you know how she met me. Go tell her. She oh was a gosh. starving student. Yeah, I was a starving student. <laughs> um, me and my girlfriend, uh, one of my girlfriends knew uh, Romley Davis, who was the horn player of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Trumpet player. A trumpet player. And they were best friends. And so he had came over uh, to our place. And he asked, uh, he said, what are you guys doing? I said, well, we're over here just chilling out on a Saturday evening. And he said, well, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire uh, needs some uh, seamstress uh, to help with their uniforms because their seamstress were kind of tired because um, they were ready to go on the road and they had, they've done a lot of wardrobe, um, uh, how do you say, Larry, uh, stitching? Tailoring. Tailoring. <laughs> but there was still more uh, to get done. 
And so they said, do you know, you guys know anybody or would you be interested? And I, I asked them, I said, so how much are they charging, you know, how much um, are they paying? And he goes, well, they're only paying $15. I said, $15? An hour? No. For total. total, I said, how cheap are they? <laughs> so I said, okay, well, I'm a starving student. Me and my mm-hmm. girl will go down and we'll help you guys. So we went down. We did some hem. Uh, so we sold some hems, and uh, and that's when uh, he introduced us and, uh, at the complex. That's the Earth, Wind, and Fire Studio uh, to the guys, to all the guys. And when I saw Larry, I said, "Okay, I think he's the one." I just knew, but we didn't get together till years later. We we became friends uh, mm-hmm. for a long. And then that's when the, we hooked up. Okay. That's, 
and I learned how to just, um, when it came to uh, recording, um, mixing, and all that, like I tell a lot of people, I may not know how to turn knobs, but I know when it comes to frequencies, I know what frequencies is about. So okay. and such a great journey because um, just being mentoring, uh, being mentored by Larry has been such a blessing to me. And because I'm a fa- I'm like you, Larry. I'm like you. I just I I'm an Earth, Wind, and Fire fan. You know, we grew up on that and uh, and everything else. But mm-hmm. um, it's been uh, uh, a dream, and and to have that, you know, on that on a personal level and high level, it's just like it's been an amazing uh, journey for me. Just like you said, Aurelia, you know. It ain't about an age, it ain't about a color, it ain't about a gender. You know, if you want to do something, you, you just you just do it. That's right. Now, we're going to play Twilight World so we can hear Luis's beautiful voice. So. Amen. Thank you. Amen. You're welcome. You're welcome.
have to say, you haven't been singing all your life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you didn't answer the question. The answer would be no. No, not really. <laughs> Wow. Wow. But I always wow. told her because she used to, you know, you know, I wish I had started it when I was in I said, hey. My mom had a good one. She said, wish in one hand and spit in the other one. See which one gets filled up the quickest. Stop <laughs> wishing and get to singing. <laughs> I mean, you know what's so funny, Aurelia? Because, like, everybody loves a CD, but it seems like every male that hears that, that's their favorite song. Oh, really? That is... I mean, at least 98%. They're like, man, Twilight World, that's my jam. That's, that's the one. I'm like, wow. <laughs> You know, you know that was a remake. You know that was originally recorded by uh, Swing Out Sister in the '80s. Okay, I knew the 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 rhythm sounded really familiar. Right, that was okay. Swing Out Sister. Now, what what we did different because you know it was the '80s, and they kind of had a disco vibe. When they got to that center section, they went to that wankatika wankatika like mm-hmm. disco. So I said, no, no, you know, we, this is we in, we in the new millennium. So instead of that, I took it on, on that. Centers the bridge as it was. I took it to like a, a jazz swing and did the, my little mini mook solo. Okay. Well, it, it works. <laughs> yes, it's pretty. <laughs> that was that that that, that the Cajun chef. Don't that pretty? Did <laughs> <laughs> so did yes. the, the, the rains the, the cease a little bit over there? No, we have tornado warnings now. Wow. God bless. Yeah, girl. Remember that. <laughs> The Earth with a fire on their first uh, the last days and times. Philip saying that living in the last days and times. Well, you know, they said something about a polar vortex coming at the end of the month. Ooh, and now you know, and see, that's why it's like tell people just try to stay prayed up, you mm-hmm. know, because you just get out here, man. We driving up the, the Pacific Coast Highway, and they got big old neon sign that comes on. Caution, extreme drought. We haven't had rain. It's it's really bad. Really okay. bad. You guys are getting too much. We have none. I mean it, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's you gotta live your life the best way you possibly can and, and like you said, stay prayed up. Right, and live every day to the fullest. That's correct, yes. Now, speaking of which Brazil is, seems to be on everybody's mind lately because, you know, you have soccer, you have the Olympics coming to Brazil and all this stuff going on in Brazil. Has Brazil been something that, a place that you've enjoyed a lot? Oh, yeah. Through the bang. Through the bang, you know. And I mean, the first time we played there was amazing. These people, these people, they love music so much. They met us at the airport. Really? Hey, the airport. And then we had a bus. They had a bus that was next to our bus, and they were all hanging out the window playing the all the way to the freaking hotel. Hey, these people are serious about that funk. Okay. <laughs> and then and we were so blessed. We played this big old arena. I was watching it the other day because, like I said, we're trying to put together the band. I mean, you know, we're doing this big concert this Saturday, doing Larry Dunn's tribute to the music of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm-hmm. And so I was going over Serpentine Fire, one of the songs, and I was seeing the version that we did in Brazil in 1979 or 1980, somewhere around there. And, man, it was just packed. And, and so one of the things, we performed with one of their artists named Gilberto Ju. And uh, I remember Louis Satterfield, the trombone player, actually 
great bass player. He taught Verdeen bass back in Chicago back in the day. But him and I were there, and I learned the chords, and Louis charted it out, and, and then uh, Gilberto came to sound check the next day, and we went over his song, and then we did it. And Man, yeah, the people there, they are they're crazy for music. They just love their music. And right, you saw the soccer thing. You, I don't know if you saw that one. That uh, that sister from Brazil. It was she was just crying her head off yeah. and going, yeah, you know, like lady, come on now. It's just a game. You, you will. I, I guarantee you're gonna live, <laughs> unless you cry yourself to death. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, very. You know, but I love very passionate people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So you never been to Brazil? No, I haven't. And because the Olympics is going there, I am so eager, so eager. Well, they would. I'm, they would. They I'm would love you. you. You got a beautiful spirit. They would love you Thank over there. You. Thank you. I'm a sports fan, so I would love oh, yeah, to be well, there. Uh, Just like to be fun. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna play Brazilian Dream, and Louisa, you're singing on that one as well. Yeah, yes. she she wrote that one too. Her and oh, I. really? Great! This is amazing. Uh, yeah, she's a, she's a great composer. Like I said, you know, because you, you see a lot of young artists today. You know, it's like they do one album. Like, um, now now you're producing. Wow! You know, it's like you know, it takes a long time to to learn that craft to be able to call yourself a producer. And you know, she was very patient because you know she was she was a little. You know, rambunctious. She was anxious. And I said, "No, the day's gonna come." You know, but and then you know, we were really blessed. Starting in 1987, 88, uh, we started doing with Roland Bautista, God rest his soul, a lot of uh, great music for Japanese television commercials, from mm-hmm. Mercedes Benz to De Beers Diamonds and Shiseido, uh, was was a Subaru, all kinds of stuff. And I said, what I loved about that is that, unfortunately. Uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. In order for people of color to really be acknowledged, all the way back from Josephine Baker and Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, and Miles, on and on, they, it's like they had to go across the water to really you know, get some kind of respect. And what I loved is, is that uh, the European kids and the Japanese are really involved in, in keeping American classical music, which is jazz, R&B, you know, black music. They're mm-hmm. keeping that, that music alive. And we had so much fun doing it already because we didn't, you know, they don't care about paint job, your skin, you know, your age, your nationality. They, and they knew with Larry and Lulu, we would give it to them on the highest level. We did everything from hip-hop to to straight-ahead opera with her and Beppe Cantarelli to uh, Satchmo type stuff. I mean, it was so much fun because you don't have to think about, oh, he's Larry Dunn from Earth and Fire, so he's going to do funk or he's going to do pop. No, we do music. You know, I took classical for about three years when I was in third grade and, you know, learned jazz and stuff. Used to turn that turntable down from 33 and a third to 16 and learn Jimmy Smith jazz riffs. And like I said, when we were kids, there was one prerequisite to be a member of a band and that was simply you had to play your booty off. They didn't care if you were cute, Ugly, fat, skinny, black, white, you know, you just had to be able to play. You had to have the talent. That's right. And so, and so, yeah, so now, like I said, she, she, uh, you know, it's funny because people see her and we say, we just celebrated 31 years on June, June 14th. And I, well, she don't even look 30. I said, shut up. I married her when she was 12 and I was 14. (laughs) (laughs) I was 13. And, uh, but, you know, she, 
they they think she's just you know the trophy wife. I'm like you you you, you better recognize. You know, like I said, most women, you know, like we say, the Jamaican, her got 10 jobs, man, and two on the side. Okay. Oh, that old adage, a woman's work is never done. I mean, she she never stops, and I'm sure you're the same. You guys yeah. have so much responsibility and stuff, and that's why I say that when I, I get to get these accolades and people say, I give my little speech, I say, you know, they say that behind every great man is a great, I mean, is a, is a good woman. I said, no, the reality is behind every great man is a greater woman. <laughs> thank Yes, amen. I thank you for that. Thank you for that. <laughs> you but, yeah, for that. so it's another one. Yeah, her Brazilian dream. So, you know, she wrote most of that melody and then lyrics, and I come in with the chords and help with the melody. And it's a great, it's a great team because, you know, I, I grew up producing a lot of great jazz artists, Ramsey Lewis, Lenny White, Stanley Turrentine, uh, D.D. Bridgewater, uh, I was the first one to put Diane Reeves in the studio with my, with the Caldera production on Sky Islands. I was 21 years old. And wow. um, I told her when I got with her, because I, you know, I could see the talent. And I said, it's a great thing, because sometimes I'll come with that, you know, a whole lot of notes. I mean, I can write real sweet, too, but I'll, I'll come with a lot of notes, where she has a knack to write just a, a great, simple melody that the world can sing. And people don't get it. That's one of the hardest things to do. It's easier to, to overwrite but it's it's harder to just write a simple melody that's so pretty that the whole world can sing, and and God has definitely gifted her with that. And you know, people do overlook simplicity, especially nowadays. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and that that is one of the keys of, of music. You know, just, hey, just like in in the scriptures when he said, "I put the simple things here to confound the wise." Mm. Hallelujah. Yes. 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 So we're going to play Brazilian Dreams so everyone can get a taste of the simple things. <laughs> and and that's, that's Rom Lee playing that beautiful flugel solo at the end. Okay.
That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Thank you so much. Don't that pretty. No. <laughs> well, I was just telling us that Rom, Rom Lee Davis, he played such a beautiful flugelhorn solo at the end. It was so melodic. That was beautiful. Now, you also keep it in the family as well. So you're not just the most talented person in your family. You have relatives that are talented as well. Yes, I got my baby brother, Stephen, who's bigger than I am, a great drummer. And now that one of the tunes I sent you, the other one featuring Hubert Laws, that was actually Stephen's song. And uh, Louisa, amongst everything, she got big old ears, too. She could hear. She said, that song is, would be beautiful. And so we did. But Stephen basically recorded all of the music himself. And then I added my mini moog, and we added the, the legendary Hubert Laws. Uh, and, and that's uh, the, his song, Stephen Dunn, Brother to Brother. And, of course, my niece, Kayla Marquis, man, she's just blowing us out the water. She, uh, she is so talented, man. She taught herself. She's in Denver. Both of them are in Denver, my hometown. Me, Philip, Andrew Wolfolk, all from Denver. And, uh, man, and I, now I realize she, she taught herself piano, and now she, she plays guitar as well. And she just re- released a single. It's on, uh, what is it, Good. Google Google Play, yeah Google Play. Marquis, Kayla Marquis, Marquis, Kayla Marquis. Okay. Yeah, when Louisa and I actually went online and bought it, we were just it's called was it? I'm gonna hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah, I think the ladies will like that one. I'm gonna hurt somebody. And then uh, Stephen's CD is uh, called Tears of Joy. Stephen Dunn and his is available on uh, iTunes. Okay, great. So now we're gonna play Brother the Brother, so everyone can can see how the talent just lives in the family. Amen. You're welcome.
have to say that was just simply, I, I keep saying the same thing over and over again. I just love your music and everything you. that we play tonight has just touched my heart. I love oh, honey, it. Thank you. I was just telling her, I said, see, I love, I have such an infinity for the East Coast and, and down South because, you know, it's like I was telling when we would play on going on the road back in the, in the 70s, 80s, we'd have different things. When we get to the East Coast, Maurice would let us, you know, stretch out. I could take like a five-minute solo, keyboard solo, and go from jazz to, to, to lightning in the air and all of it. When we get back to L.A., all right, cut your solo short. You know, what? <laughs> well, you know, because, I mean, I, I love L.A., but it's like, remember, uh, Sly Stone had that song, Everybody is a Star. You know, out here, mm-hmm. everybody and Dionne Warwick and all the stars that never were were pumping gas in parking cars. Do you know the... <laughs> you know, basically, yeah, everybody out here is a star, so they don't care about you. But I remember the first time we went back east and we opened the show at the Spectrum in Philadelphia was the Four Tops. I'm sorry, it was Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Four Tops, and then Gladys Knight. Mm. And in L.A., nobody knew who we were. They had, you know, Maurice had the older guys with the first two albums on Warner Brothers. And and so we, the, the hit was, I, I think about loving you, and fan the fire, whatever. And then we did Last Days in Time, so the hit was Where Have All the Flowers Gone? Blah, blah, blah. So so we go back east, and, um, and I mean, nobody here, they didn't know. We went back east, and we walked out on stage. We were the opening act. They turned the lights down, and 20,000 people had them little green things shaking them. I was like, oh, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> scared either. I wasn't scared. Yeah, it, it, was, it was amazing. Like I said, it's just the East Coast energy is, is amazing because, you know, it's like it reminds me of Tokyo as I finally, you know, got, we started traveling and seeing different parts of the world, in the fact that, you know, New York and the East Coast, every, Chicago, everything is built up in the air, and, you know, people are in close, close quarters, quarters and, uh, and I said, man, if you talk to somebody in New York or East Coast, if they say they're a piano player, either they can play their booty off, or they just white coat material, they're just crazy. But 99% of the time, they, they are, and that's why I said, when you, you go like the Apollo, that, that's where that came from. Because if they mm-hmm. know that you showed up and you're prepared and you did your homework and you ain't trying to jive them and, and, and fool them and, and just get the money and run, they know that you care about them, they are going to get up and party with you. And if you, and if you didn't, yeah, I got, I got two words, three words for you, Apollo. <laughs> 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 All three. Yeah, and I was, I was just telling her, I said, I said, East Coast, I said, check her out. I mean, she, she's talking to us, but she's playing that music. See, they want to hear music. Mm-hmm. I said, if I don't know now, I said, but now I'm going to send you some more stuff. And we, uh, that's right, you never got your copy of the of the whole CD, huh? No, I didn't. Why, yeah, yada. So, so, you know, yeah, send us your mailing address, okay. and, and Lulu will put that in the mail, and we'll sign it for you with her famous gold pen. We'll write something oh. real nice to our new sister. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you two. I'm going to send you a personalized one for you that you take home, and I'm going to give you one more for, for the station. Oh, great. Thank you so much. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, our pleasure. Thank you so much. And Emily, we got to reach out. Give a shout-out to Emily Winslow because she's the one that hooked it up. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, it was two years ago. It was Angelo. Hi, Angelo. 
listening. But yeah. Emily, yeah, she she hooks it up. She's a great lady. Yes, she is. I enjoy I enjoy speaking Pretty with pie. her and working with her. Now you have an event that you're doing this weekend. It's a tribute to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Larry Dunn. Yeah, Larry. Tribute to, Earth. tribute to the music of Earth, Wind, and Fire. And um, I said, dang it, it's the East Coast people ain't, can't come. But I said maybe they got family that's out here. Yeah, it's it's going to be at the, a beautiful venue I didn't even know existed. It's uh, called the Burbank Starlight Bowl. And it's like a miniature Hollywood Bowl in the in the foothills of Burbank, California. And uh, there's an opening band, uh, the Pat Platinum Groove, they're going to open for us. And uh, we're probably going to have Mr. Tommy Davidson, who's a great singer and, you know, wonderful comedian and actor, uh, introduce us. And then the Larry Dunn Orchestra will take the stage about between 7.30 and 8 o'clock, and we're gonna, this evening, uh, we're not, we're doing all Earth, Wind, and Fire music. I know some people, I wanted to hear LDO, well, we'll get to that, but we're doing, you know, tribute to EWF, and we're doing all Earth, Wind, and Fire music, it's going to be great, we got a full band with four-piece horn section, for singers, and Lulu's one of those, and uh, it's just going to be off the chain. It sounds like it. It really does. It really if, they want, if anybody has East Coast family, um, has family out here, in, uh, in California, just go to LarryDunnMusic.com, and on my on my website there, you'll see the flyer, or they can go to my Facebook, whatever Larry Dunn. But uh, the website is real nice, LarryDunnMusic.com, and also if they want, they can purchase the CD. You know, Larry Dunn, because uh, it's not just you know me and Louisa and then Stephen, and but we've got Ricky Lawson with played on there. We've got Stanley Clark. We've got Ronnie Laws, as well as you were like James Ingram, B. Lloyd Taylor, who left us. Um, uh, Geo Evans on guitar. Hilliard Wilson, who him and I had a band before we got Philip way back in Denver when we were going all over as young kids. I was 11 and he was 13. Met Philip when I was 13 and Philip was 15. And uh, who else we got on there? We got... Uh, all right, Procton Bonell III, uh, one of our other great vocalists. Uh, Jay King from Club Nouveau, who's doing mm-hmm. management for us, and, and he's one of the best contract readers in the world as well. They got a great new album out, too, Club Nouveau. Uh, he's on there. Uh, who else? Yeah, there's so many people, you know. Uh, like I said, we got enough brothers and sisters on there to make a Tarzan movie. I'm not meant to <laughs> uh, But, yeah, you know, as you've heard some of it, um, We've got everything from African music to Brazilian music to funk to jazz to, you know, it's a real, real uh, template of uh, just, it took us seven years, and people were like, what, what takes you so long? I said, hey, number one, you know, like I like what Jay King said. He, he used to bug us in the beginning. When are you going to finish? But at the end of the day, he said, Larry, like you and Louisa said, in God's time, because, and he, he says, it's a great time. And I, I say this to the audience, whoever's music people in your audience, you know, it's a, one of the greatest times to be alive as a great musician, a good musician. Uh, if you if you if you messing around and just want money and you ain't prepared and you're not practicing whatever, then that's a different story. But but and then at the same time, you have to be willing to learn and and wear a couple of different hats. And so the reason you have seven years took Stevie Wonder seven years to do his last project, and, and, and Whitney as well. And I'm sure they had a little bit more money than we did. And, uh, but see, the thing is, we are the musicians, okay? We are the artists. Then, we are the record company. Then, this is a big, we are the bank. And see, we're not those kind of people, because you're Larry Dunn, why don't you call Favors? I said, no, Favors is great. I said, but 
Yeah, we did a little barter thing, like I'll play in your stuff, but we made sure that everybody that was involved was was taken care of monetarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, James Ingram, God bless him, he sang backgrounds on a tune called Finally. Him and, and uh, Beloit Taylor did the lead. Beloit Taylor that wrote Get Away, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Lady Sun, and a bunch of stuff for James Ingram. And the three of them did backgrounds. And James came up and did the backgrounds and, and got him on Beloit. Man, you got to sing this thing. And, and he wouldn't even accept any money. God bless him. Okay. But uh, we'll, we'll get him. We'll get him. But uh, everybody got compensated. And so we just took our time. It was a real labor of love. And like we said, anything that we do, we have to give it to the people with the highest level of integrity and let them know that we really put a lot of work, thought, and love into that project. Thank you. I, I just keep saying thank you because you very seldom hear people say what you're saying because, you know, they do it for themselves and they walk. And oftentimes people don't get paid. Um, they don't deal with you on, a, I guess, a very moral label uh, level. Um, and you, you're stuck. And just to hear yeah, you say this, speaks volumes to who you are, the, the work that you do, and, and everything that you've done. And that's why I believe your success just continues to flourish. Well, amen. And, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it means a lot, like I said, for people such as yourself to reach out and do this for us. I mean, we don't take it lightly. That's why we were on time. We were ready, you know, and I sent you the stuff because, you know, it means a lot because you're really, really helping us and, and, and sharing what we have to share and it means a lot because like I said if it wasn't for people such as yourself and and the people that listen in we'd be a legend in our own room (laughs) (laughs) I I mean I've seen a lot of entertainers not just musicians actors and whatever and they some of them they do a lot of them they do have that rappers where they have that attitude like you know I'm I'm on MF I'm like wow really Mm. number one if it wasn't for God Almighty you wouldn't even be breathing let alone you know, and so whatever success you have, you have to know that you didn't do it on, on your own accord. You know, and there's the, the, the people are just as important as you are, because if it wasn't for them, then, then what? So what? You know, so we, we, we don't call them fans. We call them friends, our, our friends and family that support us and enjoy our music. I mean, it puts a smile on our face when we know that you're smiling listening to it. <laughs> oh, and I have been all night tonight. <laughs> Smiling. Oh, and let the people know you. If y'all order that, uh, it's called Into the Journey. The letter N. Louise even did that. She worked with uh, Domingo Encinas that did the artwork. Our Hispanic brother was just incredible with the art. So she wanted something slick. So that, and the letter N instead of Into the Journey, it's the letter N. The number two, the journey. So it looks like an Einstein equation thing. But if they like that music, they can go to LarryDunnMusic.com. And it will be delivered anywhere on planet Earth to their front door. With And if they put a note on the PayPal thing for us to sign it with the gold pen, we will write something nice to them and sign and send it to them. Okay. I will be sure to post that on my web page. I'm sure Thank people you. will love sure, that. Yeah, make sure I really want you, when you uh, write us back or call us back, whatever, text me your actual mailing address. Okay. So we, can, we want to get a nice package out to you. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. I really do. I really and well, do. we appreciate you. And we'll Thanks. be back whenever you want us back. Like I said, we'll come and definitely come back when we get Luis's project done and whatever mm-hmm. else we're working on. Actually, I did a remake uh, for this guy. See, I'm not a big rap guy, but 
if it's really, you know, if it, if it's if, if it's edifying, mm-hmm. then okay, because some of the rhythm is incredible. So we did a remake of Shining Star with a, a rapper out of Florida named Jay Lyrics, and we cut, okay. of course, everything from scratch, um, and it's 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 it's, it's killing. So. We're almost finished with that. I just got a master, and when we get done with that, I will send you an MP3 of that. And then when they really print it up, I'll, I'll hook you up with that as well. That would be excellent. And did we the rain? Have to, the, the rain did stop, but I don't know for how long. <laughs> I take it as it comes. <laughs> yeah, well, you just be safe out there. We'll be lifting you up in prayer. Thank you. I will be. I Like I said, you you got to live. You got to live for today and not worry too much about tomorrow because we know it's not guaranteed. No, fear. Yeah, you know the acronym for fear, right? False evidence appearing real. Okay. Okay. You know, just just live. and Everybody should live like if this was their last day because, you know, people that, I mean, I saw some, was a divorce court or something. And, you know, this lady, no, it was Steve Harvey, right? Or somebody where her husband, he loved her. But he n- never told her that he loved her. I'm like, you, Lamont, you big dummy. I mean, who does that? I mean, right? I mean, how would, you, how would he feel if, God forbid, something happened and he would never see her again? And they would come on. But, you know, Steve, you know, Steve he, he, he got him together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> I tell my wife every day, several times a day. Yes, he does. <laughs> and, and mean it. <laughs> And that is a blessing in itself, the fact that you realize and recognize the gift that God has given you, and you acknowledge it. That is a beautiful Amen. thing. Amen. And I, and I tell people, too, I say, they get scared. I say, I'm a co- also on top of everything, I'm a cooking mother figure. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, she, oh, oh, yeah, girl. I mean, she like cook like at least six days a week. Sometimes she got Larry. You need a break. Just you want to do takeout because you know we don't we don't do McDonald's and that kind of stuff. But you know I, I'm not talking about sloppy joes and so I be cooking chicken chicken pea bill. You know where you marinate it overnight with certain herbs and spices. That's well, I'm a foodie, dish. okay? I'm a foodie. And then you wrap it in banana leaves and you bake Ooh. it. I got Ooh. a version of Josephine Baker's grandmother's fried chicken. Ooh. A girl I could cook. You ever come this way, we you best believe we will lay you out. Ooh, and I like to eat. That's why I'm so active. <laughs> yeah, well, we'd be, you, like you looking at it. You, you're you hearing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's so funny. Let me take a picture. Like, let's just eat. <laughs> you know what, girl? I am well. It's just oh, she can cook, too. Like I said, she's grandma, and I'm a little bit more gourmet. But now she said I'm grandma, gourmet and even grandpa. I, I, I can grandpa burn. Status. I can. I love it. It's like therapy for me. I just get in that kitchen, and sometimes she's like, "You so stupid. You close the door, and but I already know what you're cooking." I say, "Well, whatever." <laughs> Where are you? Oh, I have to tell you, this has just been such a pleasure and a joy for me. I'm enjoying you both so very much. We enjoy so you much. too. So, so where are you? You're in Jersey. Where are you? No, I am orig- originally from Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, Louise and- is from. She's from the Bronx. All well, right. She was born in Manhattan, but she was raised in the Bronx. Okay. And I now I live in Delaware. Get, get out of here. Well, yeah. Delaware, girl, huh? So it's, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, they, you know, they've had it all over the news, man. It's like I said, out here, we can't squeeze a drop of water. And back there, you guys are just rolling in it. Wow. If it wasn't rain, it was snow. I mean, we've just been getting it. 
Yeah, well, you know, my peeps in Denver, you know, like my sis, like, it just stops. It's just raining, and you know, and it's, it's it's weird. Well, you know, it it was written. You know, yeah. Those days there will be wars and rumors of wars, and there'll be drastic weather changes and famines, and and that stuff that's going on in the Middle East is just wow. You know. And guess what? In the middle of all of that. There's still beauty, there's still love, and there's still Larry Dunn music. Amen. We're going to give you a big hug when we see you, too. And, and then we're going to feed you. But I'm going to have to, to, have to hug you first because after I feed you, I ain't going to be able to hug you because I'm going to feed you so much. <laughs> I'll take it. I will take it. And I, this has just been a joy. You will definitely be back on the show. Um, I already know that. And Anytime. Okay, that's great. That's great. So if people wanted to stay in contact with you, they can go to your website, correct? Right. Go to LarryDunnMusic.com and also Larry Dunn Facebook, Louisa Dunn Facebook. Well, Louisa Justice Dunn. Yeah, Louisa Facebook. Justice Dunn. Isn't that funny? Her name is Louisa Justice Dunn. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, it's spelled with the, with, the, with the Latin spelling, J-U-S-T-I-Z. Just, who is actually pronounced who stays, but, you know, justice. Mm-hmm. She was meant to be with you. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. We, and I know. We, we, she knew it and I knew it. And the guy at the BRE knew it. Was, they were having one of them black radio exclusives. Yeah, it was about 84 or something like 85, I don't know. It was at the Marriott Hotel out at, by the airport in L.A. And this young brother, he saw us. He just looked at me and he said, you know what? There was nobody else but her that you could have married. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. And my job is done. Okay. <laughs> yes. So we will, I mean, I, I, I'm curious to find out how the event this weekend is going to go, but I will keep in contact with you guys. I mean, I feel like I'm family. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what, hit, hit us up because, you know, we're going we're gonna to be like two wet rags come Sunday because we boo, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to give a shout-out to Cassandra Williams from Wet PR, who's just been working so, so much. And, I mean, I was so blessed. For the people that are going to be out here, I reached out and took a, a stab in the dark, a, a leap of faith, and I asked this wonderful man who's now doing some big business in Frisco with buildings and different stuff. And he's the guy that used to mix our sound when it was Earth, Wind, and Fire in the, in the, in back in the day with all the original members, Bill Brown. He's, and he said, Larry, I said, what do you think about coming in here on July 19th? I called him a couple of months ago. I was and doing the sound. He said, it would be an honor. I'm like, oh, praise God. It's just unbelievable. And, uh, and so him and Cassandra, and we got a great team of people. It's just, and all the musicians. So if you guys are out here, it's the Burbank Starlight Bowl in Burbank, California. Go to my website and you'll see it. Okay, well, I'm going to have to say good night to you guys. It has been amazing. Hey, well, like I said, hit us up, like uh, send us a text or a reminder Sunday or a Monday or Tuesday, whatever, and we'll, we'll call you and tell you. We'll share. We'll let you know. Okay, great. I would love that. Thank you so much again. And, and let, let us know. Send me a thing with your mailing address and also mm-hmm. the info how if other people can listen to this in archives or how that works. Okay, I'll send all of that over to you. And thank you again, Emily Winslow. Thank you, thank Emily. You, Emily. <laughs> thank you, uh, audience. Yeah, thank all of you guys in, in, the, in the audience. Thank you all so much for all your support for all these years. It means a lot.
Yes, you are welcome, and it has been an honor and a I mean a true honor because you have blessed us with some amazing music throughout the throughout the decades, and you're still doing it. And there's so much more to come, and we are grateful for you. Thank you so much, honey. You take you're care. Welcome. God bless you all and your families. You too. Okay, love. thank you. Thank you. Good night. Bye-bye. That was the amazing Larry Dunn and his beautiful wife, Louisa Dunn. And they have spent time with us to allow you the opportunity to get to know them and their music. And I have to tell you that we have grown up with Earth, Wind & Fire, and they are the benchmark for I mean, large bands. There aren't that many large bands out nowadays. However, they have been the benchmark. And history-wise, if you go look in history, they're there, and they're going to be there. And if you want to know about your music and your history, you can start with them and just learn so much. And the beauty of it is, it's not over. Larry Dunn, the the mastermind behind many of the sounds of Earth Earth, Wind & Fire, he's still doing it, and he's just creating... So much more, doing so much more, and with his beautiful wife, they've teamed up together, and they've, they're creating a whole new era of sound for us to, to have to move forward in in our future. So it's like it just never dies. The music just lives on and on, and we thank them so much for this opportunity. We thank them so much for taking the time to be with us, and I want to thank you, my listeners, for your continued support. Without you, there would be no Cocoa Express show. So... On that note, I'm going to wish you all a wonderful evening. Be well. God bless. Bye. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride.